0: if the whole world knew that we had this ability to regulate our nervous system, to clear our minds, to open our hearts, to be reconnected and remember who we are, we would be living in a, in a completely different reality.
1: Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome to the Kathy Heller podcast. This show is meant to be a guide for you. I want to be that mentor who can hold your hand through this journey. I know that there are so many twists and turns in navigating not only what is happening in our mind, but also understanding strategically how we want to get from where we are to where we want to go. In this show, we're going to talk not only about how we can start to become aware of what are the subconscious things that are holding us back, and how we can instead choose thoughts that are actually going to propel us forward, But in addition to changing the landscape internally, we are gonna talk about the strategies that actually will help you to build a profitable business, getting paid to be you. Because when you have a business where you do what you love, you never really have to have that sense of work because it's a pleasure, because it's joy. And really, I want you to have the most abundant life. I want you to have the kind of life that you love waking up to every day that you don't feel like you need a vacation from. So together on this show, every single episode, I want to be your friend. I want to be your mentor. I want to show you what is it that I think has really been insightful, been helpful. What are the tools and strategies? What are the mindset shifts that have helped me? And what are the things that have helped my guests to get to where they are How can we together sort of cross this river to the most fulfilling life where we show up and we feel like we are living into our potential and having the most gorgeous, beautiful experience because after all, that is what we all desire. We're all craving to have the most joyful, beautiful life. And I really believe that we can design that and that we can experience a life that we just absolutely love. And not only will we enjoy it, but it will be a possibility for other people. It will show other people what's there for them. And then maybe together each one of us by being the happiest versions of ourselves and being the most fulfilled versions of ourselves, we will help other people to reach for that
2: higher
3: branch and to find that in their own life. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. So you know how they say the show must go on. So here I am. And we just flew back from two weeks in Florida and I need to record this intro for tomorrow's podcast and I am actually recording. You are hearing this for the first time. I'm recording this in my car. This goes to show you, by the way, I'm not driving. My husband's driving, but this just goes to show you that you can record a podcast. You can let it be easy, as my friend Susie Moore would say. My kids are in the back right now being so good and so quiet as I record this intro. And um if you had spring break, I hope that you guys enjoyed yourself. I also have a cold and you might hear that. So lots of interesting, <laughs> hopefully you can hear me and all of that. So I'm really happy to share today's episode with you. Before we get into that, I want to let you know that my signature program, Abundant Ever After, is available for pre-sale. And that means that until Friday, it is actually $1,500 off if you use the code expansion. You can go to KathyHeller.com slash join and you can be a part of this three-month program, which has been getting such rave reviews. It's really such an honor. I love coaching. I love being with you guys and it's been amazing to see people just setting themselves free in the most amazing ways and watching people start to see things shift in a really palpable way. So if you want to be a part of that, you can go to kathyho.com slash join and use the code expansion. All right. And if you're free April 18th at 5 p.m. Pacific, you can join me and my friend Samantha Skelly for a live virtual breathwork training. It's completely free and you're going to learn so much about how breathwork can elevate your business and your well-being. Samantha is incredible with all this stuff and I love watching her teach this. I love being a part of it. Every time I've seen her do breath work or been at one of our retreats where she's led it, it's been truly life-changing. You can join us, just go to kathyheller.com slash breathe, and you can sign up for this free workshop. All right, well, this episode, you're going to hear a piece of a coaching call I had with a student, Angela, And she was talking about how she wanted to be a joy consultant, but she had doubts and she was thinking, is this even possible? We're going to talk about what's holding her back from making this happen and also why she's tolerating a life where only 60% of it feels like joy. We each deserve to have joy every single day, right? So I thought this was important to share with you. Here we go.
1: Angela. Hi, Good good morning. How are you guys? Good. How are you feeling?
4: I'm all of a sudden I'm like, huh? they called on me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What? Okay. Like my eyes are dilated. So I've been sitting here in the dark this whole time. My eyes tearing. Cause I had to go to eye doctor today. I found I have to have retina surgery. So I was just kind of like, Oh, oh that's a huh? just in time for the call. Super, super grateful to have this class and have this whole experience. And um, I was hoping to talk because I, I got obsessed during the pandemic With joy because my husband had lost his job about a year before and we made it like a whole year on savings and everything we could scrape. And we finally, right before then, had to sell our house and had to move in with my sister and her family in their 1100 square foot house. Me, my husband, my three kids, our cats, our dogs, you know, (laughs) two cats, two dogs. It was really stressful. Not only that, but the universe was like, let's just see how much they can tolerate. My sister's house is right next door to my old house. So I had to see it every single day. Mm-hmm. So I got obsessed with joy. Like I was sitting working at home, obviously. And I was like, I can't find joy anywhere. I'm stuck in the house. Like our whole plan had been with my therapist, like, okay, you'll just go out. You'll just go do things. So I was like, okay, great. We'll get out. And then we won't be so scrunched together get in the house. And then we're all like massively scrunched together in the house. So um, I found all these great resources for joy and it got me through it. Like it got me through the whole thing, kept my spirits up, kept me working because I had to work like on top of it all. So um, I had all this time though, to listen to these podcasts and so, and audio listen books and things. So I decided that if I could get through that horrible situation with what I learned, like, I want to share that with people, like how they can do little things in their environment Like if you think of like going to therapy, that could take years or you want your situation to end, but you don't have the end of the light of the tunnel, you know, there's different things you can do just in your everyday life, just to bring you joy, little simple things. And even though everyone says like, oh, material things don't make you happy. That's just weird and stupid. I discovered because they do like, you are happier when you you're shopping at Trader Joe's and you do bring home a bouquet of flowers and you're looking at that every day and you light some candles. It does lift your mood. So I want people to learn that that can happen. And it's okay to enjoy that and to do that whole thing. So I'm trying to figure out how I bring that into people's houses. Like I'm not an interior decorator, but I want to share that with people. Like what I want to be is like a joy consultant. I want to go into people's houses and say, well, you know, no wonder you're depressed when you come home because this, this, and that, like I can see it right away. And everyone's always seen that in my house When they come over, they're like, Oh, your house makes me so happy. And so, and I've never had like a ton of money. I don't have fancy things, but it's, everyone's always commented on how they're always happy at my house. So I just kind of want to share that with people, you know? And so I'm just trying to figure out like, how do you do that without being, you know, if there's no certification for that and there's no thing mm-hmm. that I can do.
1: So I don't it's know. Such a, it's <laughs> such a beautiful concept being a joy consultant right? Being a joy consultant. I'm going to let Colleen share first because she hasn't gotten a chance to speak much on today's call and then I'll share.
2: Yeah, well, I think it's so beautiful that you were able to go through that own journey of yours, right? And realize how much power there was to go from a place where you couldn't find joy to realizing it can be everywhere if we allow it, right? Allow it to come in. And It's just the ego self that wants the certifications, right? Like what does the certification even mean? Yeah, People want the resonance. They want the feeling that they have when they come into your house. People would pay you for that so that they could spend all their hours in a space that they could then soak up that kind of vibration in their own space, right? So it's really less about the certification and more about the part of you that is telling some kind of narrative right now around why you aren't maybe good enough or why you don't get to have this or why people wouldn't choose you. So, you know, you're like, I want to be a joy consultant. And it's such a beautiful term. And so what comes up for you when you think about actually offering to do that for someone else?
4: It's a mix. It's like, I'm excited. I would love people to feel that way. And I would love to spend my time doing that, like just, having the headspace you have to have when you think of like joy for someone, it's like the extra level of work that, you know, you kind of do automatic for yourself, but I think it would bring me to a whole other level of happiness for myself. So I love that part of it. I think it's just the whole thing of just how do I even explain something that sounds like a made up like thing to someone? Like, yeah, it's just, I guess it's the whole process of like just going through and like showing up and just sharing and not worrying about it. Just hoping that my, My enthusiasm gets the idea across.
1: Mm, I'm so glad that you just said that. That's where I was going to start, right? Enthusiasm, actually, when we look at a brain scan, it lights up the strongest in the brain, more than hatred, more than love, enthusiasm. Enthusiasm is magnetic and it is immediately contagious. And so when somebody has enthusiasm and they're talking to you about their love of Bruce Springsteen and how they go to every concert, you... Move in toward it. You start to get activated. If somebody is so enthusiastic about birding, bird watching, they love it so much. You're going to start to feel this thing rise inside of you because it's literally infectious. So that's such a beautiful point. And my question for you in terms of allowing that to be the case is where in your life right now is your joy meter? How much of your day are you feeling full bars of joy?
4: Right now, I'd probably say like a good like sixty percent of my day.
1: What happens to the other forty percent?
4: Um, tasks that I don't want to do, or you know, just like daily chaos kind of things. I do like my to do list. I always put joyful things in it, but the list just can't always be all joy, I guess. <laughs> but um, this class has like in general like increased my joy level because the tasks that I have to add to my list are also. They're very joyful and fun and fulfilling and exciting and, and that sort of thing. So
1: this is really cool because you're kind of laying out your own storyboard for us where we can kind of see a whole picture, you know, Mm -hmm. and there's a few really important pieces to this. Number one, you said, well, I don't, maybe, you know, it's not possible to have joy all the time. You're like, maybe there's supposed to be some things that are not joyful, but then you actually said, no, I, I really think if this were to change, I would feel a freedom. I would feel a spark, but we talked about this before. And joy is an interesting word. The definition of joy is, is for no reason. Mm -hmm. Happiness. If you just read the definitions, it's just interesting. And it's just, I think it's helpful because it's, it's what we really want. We don't want to externalize our permission to feel joy. And we see that a lot. And we, we get tripped up in that a lot, that we will feel joy when our husband is really kind, or we will feel joy when we have a particular girl's weekend away, or we will feel joy if we get a raise, or we will feel, right? That's not even the definition of joy, right? What we really want is that feeling of presence. Mm-hmm. You know, what we really want is that feeling of connection that infinite connection, Mm
5: -hmm.
1: feeling of deep peace, that feeling of transcendence, that feeling of bliss. And that is when we kind of set down this ego, part of us feels like there's a separation. And therefore there's always a distance between what it is that we have and what it is that we want. And when we get it, we're going to be feeling something different. And so until that happens, We won't feel that, but it usually is the opposite that when we start to find it within ourselves, we just change our focus. We change the way we're oriented to life, to this moment, to Mm -hmm. this present moment. We notice that we can see there's so much magic and mic drops in every moment and it's always available. And then what happens is we let go of the need for something to happen in order for us to feel a certain way. And then the feeling is already there. And Mm. then it kind of creates all of these immediate possibilities. Like it's just, it's immediate how we see it, how we can free ourselves. You live in the same world that I live in. And there's an infinite amount of things that you can do with your day. But we have certain beliefs that keep us feeling ah, I'm so frustrated. I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. Right. And that's Uh just from being disconnected to like, how much is really available all the time. Uh And so it's all on the buffet, everything it's already here, everything, all of it. Right. Uh I just would like to see you, if you're going to be a joy consultant, then I want you to have it first. And I want you to have it all the time. I don't believe that you should feel physically sick 40% of the day. I wouldn't accept it. I would be upset if you were like, well, I feel nauseous 40% of the day, but 60%, I feel great. I'd say, no, we're going to go see a doctor and we're going to start talking about all the things until we figure out how to overcome that because you that's not going to be okay. You're not allowed to have a headache 40% of the day. And you're not allowed to accept that life is just that way where it's an okay answer to feel joy 60% of the day. And Mm -hmm. it's like you said, with enthusiasm, if, and when you allow in to your experience, joy, a hundred percent of the fricking day, it's going to take off like a rocket ship. Everyone around you, it's going to be so obvious. You're going to allow yourself to make every offer. You're going to be so excited. You're going to bump into opportunities everywhere and you will be full-time, a joy consultant. Like there's a zillion people who you could see evidence of that are doing things and you're like, they get paid to journal with people. They hold journaling workshops and they make 500 grand a year. What? It's like they're fully in it. That's mm-hmm. them. So it's like, of course, people, so often people sign up for things they're like, I don't even know why I signed up. I just was like so into the person. Right. Mm-hmm. It's all in the enthusiasm, the resonance, the energy, the electricity. Right.
4: Yeah. I'm so glad, like I talked to you about this, like I thought 60% was pretty good, you know, like, and you're right. It's not, it's not enough. It's barely a little more than half the day. So makes sense.
1: Right. And it's like, as much as we say, we trip ourselves up and we say, well, these are the things in the external that I need and want in order to be happy. What you really want more than six or seven figures in your bank account is mm-hmm. you want peace. Mm-hmm. You want a feeling of lightness of being, you For want to sure. be able to sit down in a moment and enjoy it and not need to distract yourself from it because you're so in love with sitting in this present moment experience. That's what we all really want. And mm-hmm. there is no physical thing that actually delivers that. We deliver it. We generate that.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: And you said, well, maybe I could meditate, right? Well, it's like, you could get it through meditation. You could get it through dancing. You can get it through taking a walk. You can get it through conversations like this, where you start to just come back into that feeling of wholeness that is always available outside of this place where we spend most of our time, which is the frenetic spinning thought, which is not a life of consciousness. It's a life of unconscious. It's a life of reactivity. That place holds us apart from the feeling of feeling good all the time. Mm -hmm. That place. It's a constant, unconscious, reactive state. And even if then you were plopped into the most incredible pay for the thing you love to do all the time, that thing, Mm. that's really what everybody's trying to break free of because that is what's keeping us from joy, right? Because you can have, it's like you, you could be at your own wedding and rob yourself of like deep peace because your mind is like hooked into, what's my stepmom going to say? Or why did my mom just ask me to go and do this? Or, oh my gosh, I haven't eaten all day and my bridesmaids and I took care of them and I didn't care about care myself. It's like, oh my God, it doesn't, none of that matters. None of that matters. None of that matters. Like this is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful dream. And you can allow yourself to fully embody it and fully have it. You love to be the person like Mary Poppins jumping into the sidewalk, right? You want to take people yeah. away you want to help them move into something. Well, guess what? That's available for them at every second, whether they have the flowers from Trader Joe's or not. They can notice the 1000 mic drops of shades of green outside their window at all times. Mm -hmm. Life itself is magnificent and technicolor when we get out of a 3D constant driving narrative in our head. It is exhausting. It keeps us from actually enjoying the moment by moment experience. And when you let go of it and you start to actually play with all this, you can play with it now and you can start to just give away joy sessions. Just give it away. The first three are free. I'm doing joy consulting. I'm going to come over just to play. Just going to play. I'm just going to talk to you. We're going to maybe story some things, illustrate some things, set a ideal scene for you, your day, your life, internal, external. I don't know. Just play with it. While you're doing that, you're going to change the way you look in every moment, regardless of whether I'm sitting at the DMV or I'm going into CVS, what is in this present moment experience that I can focus my attention on that makes me actually receive a good feeling. And you're going to start to go, well, I just held eye contact for 40 seconds more with my coworker. And like that moment itself felt really good, right? Mm -hmm. And this and that, and the other thing, and maybe in 90 days. I'm going to have gone from free trials to a few paid clients. And then I'm going to see that I'm actually happier and I'm really a good magnet for joy. And I'm a great ambassador and I'm going to leave this and I'm going to go do that all the time. And I'm going to use my art and I'm going to use my sensibilities and my drive, my why, my mission to help people feel more joy. I'm going to help them, right? All this is available all the time when we just change the way we're focused.
4: I like what you said. Joy ambassador. That sounds way better than joy consultant. Joy consultant sounds so serious and business-like. And I, I think I'm going to switch to ambassador. I like that. I like that a
1: lot. The opposite of depression is not joy. It's purpose. Mm -hmm. And what I want to just end this little segment with is that, that the joy that you're seeking. Mm
5: -hmm.
1: It's in the contribution. It's in the generosity it's in the service. It's in the purpose. It's in the momentum of giving your energy away. When we are in ego, we are self-involved. Well, where are my happiness moments coming from? Where's my joy? Where's my joy? What we've found in human behavior and studying human behavior over the last 40 to 50 years is that the deepest feelings that light up as joy in the brain come from contributing to others, come from being there for others come from leaving an imprint come from being in this feeling of generosity of overflow. And when we think about self, we get sad. So there's something about making lists of just being there in purpose, in service of other people's uplift that you won't focus on your little ego. You'll focus on that and you will feel like, ah, so it's like all tied together. Okay. Yeah. That's
4: perfect. Yeah. Cause my happiest days of the month where I'm at a hundred percent are the days I'm volunteering. So
1: yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Those are the things that feel just like they lift us like a rocket. Mm-hmm. It's so true. Well, thank you for this. This was really cool. And you are so talented. And I wonder if part of bringing joy into people's homes would be also to create some kind of like mural or some kind of mm-hmm. like Corner in their place where they drop in, where they connect, where they make lists of ways they can be generous, where they can find joy, where they, and like maybe just bringing some of the illustration into that experience and personalizing it. Yeah. Because you're so talented.
4: Oh, thank you. Yeah. I have such a hard time. Like I've done these little things. I'm like, okay, I need to sell them. And I'm like,
1: how much should I sell them for? How much is too much? How much is like
4: not enough? Like I'm well, like, they, the being
1: in the process uh-huh. gives you those answers. Okay. Working with people, talking to them, asking them, how would you like this? What would bring you joy? I want to do a whole package. And I ask you questions, like just keep building on it and then get their feedback and then use their feedback to help you figure out the price. And then you can change the price and you can change the package, but getting out of your head with this and just getting into action with it is going to free you all up. Sounds good. Yay. Thank you you guys. (laughs) This is great.
3: (laughs) All right. Well, that was so good. Angela, thank you so much for letting us share this with everyone. You can go follow her on Instagram at Let's Design a Life of Joy and listen to her podcast, Let's Design a Life of Joy. Okay. Now I want to share a piece from a breathwork session with the amazing Sam Skelly, who I mentioned earlier. She's the founder and CEO of Pause Breathwork, and she is so gifted at what she does. I've had her come to many of our retreats to lead breathwork, and every single time, people are just... They're just amazed, and they say that was one of the most incredible experiences that they've ever had. The clip you're going to hear is from a coaching call that we did inside one of our programs where she came as a guest. You're going to hear some of her story and why breathwork has been so transformative for her. We can't play the whole breathwork session, but if you want to see what it's like, you should definitely check out her pause breathwork app. All right, let's dive into this.
0: How are you? I'm so good. It's so nice to be here. Hi, everyone. I love that you're up for this. So
1: let's start with you and why you chose this path and how this has impacted you to the point that you wanted to serve Mm. others with this.
0: Mm. So I grew up as a dancer and a child actress, so I had a very interesting childhood growing up. lot of body image issues. Like I remember being in the bath when I was like eight years old and just like hating my body, like looking down and like hating my body and that feeling of hating my body and not wanting to be in my body manifested into eating disorders in my late teens and early twenties. And I sort of rode this vibration of the toggle between anxiety and numbness So I would feel numbness and then I would overeat or restrict or overexercise and then I would feel really anxious and it would just keep going back and forth. And at that time in my life, I knew cognitively about personal development. So my dad was really into Tony Robbins. So I would listen to Tony Robbins tapes with my dad from like the ages of 12 years old. So I knew better. But my body was stuck in this trauma that I couldn't get out of. It felt really debilitating to the point where I'd wake up in the morning and my first thought in the morning was, I cannot wait to go to bed tonight. And it wasn't because I didn't want to live, but the thoughts in my mind were racing so much. The feeling of being in my body was excruciating and I was living this reality where I was just trying to get out of my body all the time. You know, it's like I had the awareness of the divine. I had the awareness that I was a spiritual being having a human experience, but I was so stuck in my 3D reality and so stuck in this human experience. I couldn't figure it out. And so I remember reading, um, have you guys read Elizabeth Gilbert's eat, pray, love? Right. So, you know, the part where she goes to Bali and she like finds that medicine man. Right. Mm -hmm. So I I said, that's my mom. I was like, all right, I'm going to go to Bali. I'm going to find this guy. And I'm going to figure this out because I was doing all the things. I was going to therapy. I was journaling. I was doing my affirmations. I was doing all these things that I was supposed to do in order to heal. But my body was not shifting. Like nothing was really working. It was a lot of like mindset work. So I ended up going to Bali. I found this guy. He poked me with these sticks, which was excruciating. And he just taps me on the head and he goes, you just need to go meditate. He said, your brain is way too busy. And I was like, dude, I hate meditating. I hated meditation at this point in time. I'm like the thought of like being in my body and feeling my emotions, like I'm trying to run out of my body. I'm not trying to get in it. (laughs) So I ended up going to this meditation studio, yoga meditation studio in Bali called Yoga Barn. And there was no meditation classes at the time, but there was this breathwork class. And at the time, this was 13 years ago, I had no idea what breathwork was. I was like, breathwork, like, isn't that just breathing, right? I mean, now breathwork is like the coolest thing. Like it's popping up and you're seeing it everywhere. But 13 years ago, no one was really talking about it. It wasn't as cool as it is today. And so I didn't know what it was, but I ended up going into this class. I opened the door to this class and everyone is lying down with pillows and blankets. And then there's this Jesus looking dude dressed all in white with a long beard. And I'm like, what is going on here? Is this like an adult sleepover? I'm like, is breathwork code for something? (laughs) What's happening here? So anyways, he came up to me and he said, you are going to feel sensations in your body that you've never experienced. And mind you guys, this is when I was feeling numbness and anxiety. That's it. Like the toggle between the two. And he said, you are going to feel bliss and joy and contentment and ease and love and connection. And I looked at him, I probably looked crazy because I looked at him like, you're nuts!" like I've been doing all the things. Jesus, man, nothing has worked so far. So anyways, I lie down and I started breathing in this way that we're going to breathe today. And within a few moments, I started to feel my mind quiet for the first time in like years there wasn't the chatter it wasn't the reptilian brain trying to convince me that the world is falling apart it wasn't the the feeling of a body hatred or self-hatred it was just clear and for the first time and i don't know how long i actually felt what it felt like to open my heart i felt what it felt like to to listen to my intuition you know like when i was going through this period i remember people would say sam just listen to your body listen to your intuition And I was like, I don't think I have one of those things. Like, I don't hear anything. All I hear is fear down there or numbness. And so as I was in that session and I was breathing and I was breathing into my life force and things were opening up and I was feeling connected to something that I've never been connected to before, I just got lost in this dance with my breath. And the Jesus man was right. I was like releasing the pain of my body. Like, you know, that guttural cry that we do on like the bathroom floor sometimes when we feel like the world's ending, it was like that kind of like guttural cry. And then I just felt the highest states of bliss and connection that I have ever felt in my whole life. And that three hours that I was breathing, like 15 minutes. And I woke up from the experience and I just said to this, the guy teaching, I was like, why does the whole world not know that we can do that? Like if, if the whole world knew that we had this ability to regulate our nervous system, to clear our minds, to open our hearts, to be reconnected and remember who we are, we would be living in a, in a completely different reality, completely different reality. And so I remember when he said that, you know, he said back to me and it, it went over my head at the time, but I, I know it now. He said, maybe you're the one to teach them. And I was like, I don't know about that, but anyways, so I just became obsessed with breathwork. I did every certification on the market. I did it every single day in in my own body. I was able to really overcome disordered eating and body image issues, go from that numbness and anxious place to just this feeling of liberation. You know, there's a freedom when you know that you have the ability to connect back into your most divine self. There's a freedom in that because now I approach life and I'm like, come at me like anything that happens, I have an ability to regulate my nervous system and come back into a place of contentment and peace. We all do. We all do every single one of us. And when we're there and we're rested there, then we have so much more access to our spiritual gifts that we all have in abundance. Sometimes we think we're just so human and our human little mind and everything's so small. That's just an illusion. You have so much access there's gifts that are just desiring to come through your vessel so that the world can receive them, and the more we remember, the more we remember, and then we remember to not forget who we are so that's a little bit of the
1: <laughs> that's so powerful. I love what you just said, like the freedom of coming back to our divine self, and you know when you talked about how you you resisted it in the beginning and and I did too, my first you know time meditating was in two thousand and seven, and I was like. I felt like it was like a punishment, like a horrible punishment. Lisa Henson, who's Jim Henson's daughter, I was working on this, I was writing music for this pilot. And she's like, Oh, you should go with me. It's a weekend at UCLA. And I was like, Oh, that sounds like fun and interesting. And then we sat down, and the woman was talking. And then she stopped talking after 30 minutes. And then it was eight hours, and no one was talking. No one was talking. And I was like, I'm going to have a panic attack. Oh, I'm having a panic Like I was like, oh, you don't talk. You just sit here for the whole day, the whole day. Like what am I supposed to do? <laughs> so I was just like going up in flames. I was writhing. I was like, and so finally everyone's still sitting there, still sitting there. So then they finally take a break and she goes, oh, we're going to eat lunch now together in silence. We're going to do an eating meditation. And I was like, okay, but at least like we- our eyes are open. Then they go back into it, and I was like, "This is going to go on for another three hours." And like, I just burst into tears. I, I was like, I finally couldn't take it. I stood up, walked outside to this like quad, this lawn area, and I was like, "Oh my god, what the hell is all this about?" Okay, so here's what I want to say about that. If someone doesn't teach you like how to drive a car, you could just sit there forever and like not put the key in the ignition, and you're like, "It's not moving. I don't know how to get it to move." Like there's a thousand buttons. I'm not sure which one is which, like if there is no manual, you might not know what the hell is expected or what to do. And it literally was so simple, but I didn't know. And then for like years, I kept trying to figure it out and I'd have some success and, you know, I have moments of very unpleasant feelings. and, And, and eventually I figured out what I really think it's about. And one of the things I'll just say, and then you know, it's juicy. We can go back and forth about this because that's the beauty of women, powerful women and powerful humans having conversations. Like when you said, deal with my feelings, like I don't want to be in my body. I want to be anywhere else. But what I've come to realize is, at least for me and my experience, it's not exactly that for me because what I've come to experience is on a somatic level, your nervous system is basically living the emotional addiction of the past all the time. Yeah. So your like biological imprint is holding on to a past experience and then therefore your whole circuitry doesn't know the difference about whether it happened in the past or now. It's just experiencing it over and over. It's mm. like experiencing a car accident over and over and over again because there's this emotional chemical cocktail that's just yeah. continuously, right? And what I came to understand is like so much of the Deepak Chopra work, you know, I told him when I had him on like his, I am meditation helped me so much because I'm not this body. I'm not this story. That's like, it's a part of what's been on a journey, Mm. but what's always been there is this part of me. That's nobody, no, Mm. no place, nowhere, no space, no time. Right. And that to me is like the setting it down. And then there's so much more good feelings. And what you talked about when you said, oh my gosh, if everybody could feel this way, right? And yes, 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 yes. I just wanna like take out a highlighter and like circle it and put neon lights around it because here's the deal, you guys, this is what I've come to understand and like learn is that all the time we are mentally rehearsing how we don't wanna feel like almost all day long. And then you just keep getting more of it, right? And we have the capacity to literally right now feel, plug into, mentally rehearse and actually feel Mm. free, joy, expansion, so much love, so much. We can feel our heart burst open, burst so open hearted that you're just like your heart is so big. It's so expanded. It's so in love with life. Why would we ever wait for something to happen in order to give us permission to feel that way? Why would we wait for something to occur in the outside world for us to feel ourselves so in love with life, so free, so it's like you're already mentally rehearsing something at every second, right? There's no vacuum here and we can, we can then signal in ourselves this total freedom, and it really is called who we really are. Like that is us coming home to the current, the river, the infinite, the free fall, which is just all perfectly. It is dance. So if you want to like set us up, you can set us up for you know we can go into like fifteen minutes of this work, and then we can come back and continue to talk about it. Do you want to say anything to sort
0: of like intro everyone?
1: before we do it.
0: That piece was really beautiful that you just shared. So thank you for that. Mm. So something that I love so much about breathwork, I'll share a quick story as I go into this, but I was, I was teaching breathwork at a maximum security prison up in Northern California a little while ago. And I went in there and it was like me and like 30 male inmates. And As soon as I sat down and said, we were going to do breath work, they kind of rolled their eyes at me and I just held my ground. And I'm like, this is going to be amazing. I promise. And so I did the work with them, what I'm going to do with you right now. And at the end of the session, this man came up to me. I'll never forget this moment. It's like burned in my brain. And he had tattoos all over his face and he had a shaved head and he had these crystal blue eyes and he stared at me in the eyes. And he said, I had no idea I could feel my heart. I just felt my heart for the first time. And had I known I could do this, there's no way I'd be in here right now. And it just gave me this feeling of chills of like, if we can facilitate the connection back into our hearts using just our breath, what is possible for this world? And the reason why I love this work so much is because at the end of this, of what we're going to do together, you're not going to be wondering if it worked. You're going to have a direct experience of who you are it is so efficient. It cuts right through any noise. It cuts right through any limitation. It cuts right through any doubt. And it drops us into the seat of ourselves. And when we glimpse access to that energy, our body literally remembers. It's like, oh, here I am. Like This is who I've always been. Like I remember this because I've been this soul. I've been this essence for lifetimes. And I just forgot. I just forgot. I just thought I was human. And so that's what I love about this. And as I share this, I do want to say this is an invitation to breathe with me today. You are your highest authority. And so if it doesn't feel like a yes in your body, like please really just honor that and also honor your pacing, yeah? So if if I'm doing the breath and your body's like, "Ooh, that's a little bit too quick for me." You can slow that breath right down. You can stop altogether and come back into it like whatever feels most nourishing for your body, okay? The intensity doesn't equal the transformation. So going faster and deeper doesn't necessarily mean we're going to have a bigger transformation. It can mean that, mean that but it's not congruent with that. Okay. So just really follow your own pacing. Yeah. So I'm going to teach the breath pattern and then we're going to drop in together. So my company is called Pause Breathwork. And this breath that I'm going to teach you is one of the five different types of breath work that we do. So this one is called the Triactive breath. We are going to be breathing just using the mouth today. So it's into the belly, up into the chest, out through the mouth. Okay, so it sounds like this. So two in and one out. And again, pacing is up to you. The idea here is we're increasing the lung capacity. We're doubling the lung capacity. And then that exhale is nice and powerful okay? We're breathing in what we desire, love, contentment, ease, fulfillment, joy, peace, freedom, abundance. We are releasing anything that does not serve us. Fear, scarcity, doubt, separation, disconnection, okay? So when you're ready, get nice and comfortable. All right, closing your eyes, dropping your shoulders, seeing if you can relax the space behind your eyes. Relaxing everything. And without changing the breath at the moment, let's just notice it. Noticing the breath, noticing the body, being in such acceptance for where your body is at now. Taking a moment and being so grateful for the part of you that has led you here on this path, working with Kathy, expanding into your greatness. There's a part of you that knows and is so wise and is always leading and guiding you to exactly where you need to be. So just take a moment and just be so grateful for that wisdom, that innate intelligence within you. Now taking a moment and declaring how you desire to feel for the rest of today. Maybe it's joyful, free, free powerful, whatever it is, just allow yourself to really claim and declare. You declare and the universe responds. The universe is always responding to our declaration. And now when you're ready, let's start the breath together. Okay. So here's
3: where we started getting into the breath work, but we're going to skip to the discussion afterwards because there's so many good nuggets in there.
1: It's so epic. You're so meant to do this work. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being in service, being part of this and as I said at the beginning of this you guys breath work has always been for me like I sit down and isn't it just uncanny like you're literally doing the simplest thing you are sitting there and breathing and you're not having a conversation with a therapist you're not sitting there analyzing something you're directly finding exactly where you need to move energy, what needs to be released, because it's right on the other side of the simplest thing, mm. just coming home to yourself, right? And that was like the shortest amount of time to get the biggest <laughs> response from yourself. And this is why, you know, it's interesting, Sam, I was talking to my friend, Kate Northrop, and we were talking yesterday on the phone. And she was like, you know, she was talking to one of her people that she looks up to. And she said to her at this point, the road to personal liberation, coaching, all of that, she says it's energy work. That's oh, it. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. it's the energy shift. Like, mm-hmm. We are at that point. So I'm just amazed at how, for me personally, every single time I do that, I can find a layer, a blind spot, a something that is just like, Oh, this is just so ready to tell you something and then be released. And then how beautiful, like all of us right now, we're crying, we're whatever we are. And like, don't you feel like the most beautiful version of yourself ever right now? Like you're just like, you guys
6: are like I'm shining. a sexy,
1: gorgeous, feminine, wild beast.
0: Ugh. how is that for you, Sam? Like you've done this so many times, but how does it feel uh, right now? I am in awe every single time. I think I've taught 400,000 people this work at this point. It's been about 11 years. It's just a crazy, crazy, crazy. And every single time, Kathy, I'm just like, I'm so in it. It's like every single time I do it, I am so blown away. And I, I have the privilege of training people to become breathwork facilitators. And so seeing them do it for the first time, it never gets old, whether I'm doing it online or I'm doing it in person at a retreat or whatever it is, it never gets old. And it just fills me with so much joy. It's just like bringing people back into their power, like helping people remember. And I think the most beautiful thing is like, you are the drug. Like, it's not me, it's you. You are doing it. And so there's this beautiful sense of empowerment that comes over humanity when we realize like we are the ones that get to do this for ourselves.
1: It's just the best. As Gary Zukavs said to me, and Joe Dispenza says such similar things too, but the idea that like the divine is in each one of us And the reason it feels so hidden is because it is the last place we ever choose to look. Right. And it's whoa. And the other thing I just feel like sharing is that people talk about mindset, right. And all of this stuff with the mind, but it is the body we are up against. It's your body chemically reliving the past. Like you can feel it when you come into your body and you start to breathe like, Ooh, my chakras are closed. (laughs) Like there's stuff holding on here. And then, (laughs) Instead of your level of mind, this elevated, aligned, conscious, awake you leading this body, no, 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 You're in a program that is the body leading the mind. That's what most people are up against every day. And the, well, I'll just think my way out of it. It's like, you can't think it out because uh-uh. it's, it's literally pumping through you and holding you uh, out of alignment. Like, it's like, that's why yoga is both a mental you know, it's mantras, it's meditation and physical because the physical at some point is the thing stuck. And didn't you guys just feel like, woo, you can just start
0: feeling how that would start to move and you go, yeah. oh, my head is connected to my chest. Oh so, yeah, whoa, there's like a chakra here. Yeah, the universe is just responding to where you're vibrating at, right? So I say joy is your job. Like when we choose to be joyful and when we choose to go swimming versus mess and fuck with that spreadsheet that's going to deplete us that's our job your vibration is your contribution and when we are vibrating at this like joyful abundant free place the universe is going to be like oh she like this she get more of it right and so we just create this like beautiful relationship esther hicks i love this about esther hicks she says this piece about like the law of attraction is not like your mom right when we're sad and we're like in fear, whatever, our mom will like, be like, here's something good. Here's some like brownies or here's some cookies. The law of attraction doesn't work like that, but the law of attraction works in a even more incredible way where when we can really, and I'm not talking about ignoring the part of us that is sad, right? So we're not spiritual bypassing. We're being with ourselves, but then we're also opening up and doing things that make us feel so joyful, so abundant, so free. And that's sending a message out into the field saying we want more of that. So that's what's happening. You're just being magical.
1: I love that answer. I wanted you to answer first because I want to hear what you said. I love all of it. And I also just want to say it's because of the way the world and reality like tangibly actually is. Like, it's so fascinating to me. Like, for instance, like how much of the earth do people think is oceans? And people are like, oh, I kind of know. I've seen it. Like we've seen the globe. But like most of the time, we would identify that the earth is mostly made of land, right? Right. But it's actually, there's more water than land, but we forget that because we're just not looking at a globe all the time, but that's actual, literal, tangibly the way the earth is. So too, the whole universe is made of vibrational waves, Mm. not particles, not matter. Most of what's happening in an atom, 99% of an atom is these wave patterns And only 1% of an atom is a particle, right? Is matter. Mm
5: -hmm.
1: So that's exactly why. Because we we live inside of a field of energy, literally. (laughs) So that's exactly what's happening. And I also just want to say, when people are like, the universe this, the universe that, people think of it again in ego as if that's outside of them. Like there's this woo thing called the universe that like, is like Santa Claus that decides for me. No, no, you are the universe. There's only one freaking thing going on. One unified field. You are it. It's not over there. It's like, the law of attraction. So many people are like, so you just like write up a little like wish list, and then there's a thing separate from you because that's mm. what the ego wants you to believe. There's particles, there's mass and matter, and they're all separate. No, no, it's a pool. Inside of a pool, could you say, well, the deep end is separate from the shallow end, completely separate? It was that wave is not connected to this wave? What are you talking about? That doesn't make any sense. So if you saw like a scientist looks at the world and looks at the universe, you would be like. What am I doing? It's me. Like, I'm just, it's an echo chamber, literally. So, you're like, it's not like, oh, I don't believe in that. It's like, you don't believe that literally what you put into the world is what you just put into the world? Cause you walked in with an attitude and then it affected the way people responded to you. Oh, you walked in with joy. It affected everything around you. And all of a sudden, Next thing you know, you're in the season, the chapter of your life, and all your friends are into self-development. You wind up at this party. You wind up with this trip. You wind up with this book in your hand. Why? Because you're on the frequency. You're swimming in that tide pool. You've gone over here. You're hanging out with these dolphins. You're not over here anymore with the CNN enemies. Like you're just blowing it. It's coming back and in and out, right? It's up to you. It's up to you, right? That's why I said when Deepak said, who we are is the divine pretending to be a person. He was on a panel on Larry King. It was Deepak Chopra, my rabbi, Rabbi David Aaron and Marianne Williamson. And they all said the same thing. And that's what Einstein said too. So this is just how it is. And we're so locked into the physical that we say, this happened to me and this didn't happen to me. Well, what did you happen to you? That's what happened. You happened to you. So that's why you are starting to feel this jolt because you're no longer swimming upstream in the river. Yeah, it feels so good to just be in this river called the universe, enjoy it. It's how it was built. It's not even net neutral, it's net positive. Martha Beck was like, she wrote her book, The Joy Diet, which is not about food, it's about having joy. Like Samantha said, joy is your job. And she said she wrote this book because she looked around the world and she was like, You're in man-made prisons. Like, why are you all deciding this? Like, why is this the script you're writing? Pick any option. This is what you're picking? My God. So anyway, Samantha, before you hop off, just tell everybody where they can follow you and find you and and all of that jazz.
0: So Instagram, just my name, Samantha Skelly. I'm really active on Instagram. If you desire to become a breathwork facilitator, that stuff is all pausebreathwork.com. And then there's a pause breathwork app. Just search pause breathwork in the app store and you can check it out. So come say hi on Instagram,
1: Sam. This was such a gift, such a gift, such a gift. Thank mm. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. you. Thank to you be yourself. continued. We're going to do more
0: stuff together. To be Absolutely. Continued. Lots of love you guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you soon. Mwah. Love you all.
3: Samantha is so amazing. Okay. Remember if you want to be with both of us at her free breathwork training that she's leading on April 18th, you can register at kathyheller.com slash breathe. All right. Here are the takeaways. Number one, what you really want more than anything else is peace a feeling of the lightness of your own being. There is no external physical thing that actually delivers that. We deliver it. We generate that. Number two, the joy that you're seeking is in the contribution, the generosity, the service, the purpose is in the momentum of giving yourself. Number three, there's a freedom when you know that you have the ability to connect back into your most divine self. You have so much access. There are gifts that are desiring to come through so that the world can receive them. Number four, there's a part of you that is so wise. It's always leading and guiding you to exactly where you need to be. Take a moment and just be so grateful for that wisdom, that infinite intelligence within you. Allow yourself to really claim it and declare. When you do so, the universe always responds. Number five, the divine is in each of us. The reason it feels so hidden is because it's the last place we ever choose to look. Number six, your vibration is your contribution. Joy is your job. And number seven, there's only one thing going on, one unified field. You're it. Thank you guys so much for listening. I know that you have a zillion things going on. It means so much that you're here. We have so many good episodes coming up, so please follow along on Apple Podcast or Spotify, wherever you're listening. And if you want to support, one of the best things that you could do is share the show with one person. You could email them the link, you could text them the link, or leave us a review because it doesn't cost anything to do it and it helps us so much more than you possibly could know. And don't forget, you can join the free breathwork training if you go to kathyheller.com slash breathe. And if you want to sign up for my coaching program, Abundant Ever After, if you want to find out more about it, you can go to kathyheller.com slash join. And if you use the code expansion, you can get $1,500 off until Friday. I'll leave you with a song of mine and I'll talk to you soon.